Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Cordishi and Coy. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 1037 WEEI. Welcome back to Kardashian Coit and WEEI 401-777-1037 is that phone number. The text line is open as well if you want to shoot us a text at 37937 because the phone lines are full. Let's go back to the calls and we say hello to Joe in Pawtucket. Good morning, Joe. You're next on Kardashian Coit and WEEI. Good morning, Mr. Kardashian. Good morning, Mr. Coit. How are you? Hello, Joe. Hey, Joe. It's good to see you last night, you? pal. But I, I saw you last night. He was floating around the Pizzatola Center. He had his Celtics yep. hat and shirt on. He had his brown sweatshirt on. He was rocking it out. Oh, yeah. All my local teams on, and today I have I have my PC Fryer hat and my Celtics, I mean, my PC sweatshirt and my Celtics hat ready to go. Um, a what boy. a big sports weekend. What a big sports weekend this is. We got uh, local college basketball. We had a game last night at the Brown Pizzatola Center, Brown and Bryant. From what I saw from Brown, it was a very good game. It came down to the last second shot. But they need work on their passing skills on top of the perimeter, on the key where they will pass the ball around, uh, set uh, screen, set picks, and to get open, to get open for a shot. I think that's what they were missing. All but right. it was all along a good game. And um, tell you, well, Get, get with TJ Sorrentine. Tell you know? your boy Sorrentine. That's it. Well, is that what you saw too last night at the game? Well, as uh, Nick and I opened the show talking about the game last night, and to me, Brown, understandably so, wants to run a lot of its offense through its bigs, and I would too when I have that type of talent and depth in the front court. The downside of that is, you know, bigs generally aren't the best ball handlers, right. and so they're committing a lot of turnovers, and those are leading, leading to easy buckets for their opponents. So you got to find a way to cut that down. You, you, you can't stop running the offense, in my opinion, through the bigs because, I mean, that really is the strength of your team outside of Keno Lilly Jr., and you really don't have another playmaking guard outside of Keno. So they've got to take better care of the basketball is really what it comes down to. I mean, the turnovers have really, really hurt them this year. Yep. Yes, and um, what a weekend for college football. you got all the heavyweight championship games for the conference championship that started last night. Um, I was talking to someone over the weekend, and um, they were asking me my advice. I say, I say, take Washington with the points because they were they with the teaser. They would be getting a lot of points, like 16 points they could lose by. And um, who won the Liberty game last night? They were winning. Did Liberty won? So, good question. I don't know the answer to that. It's funny you say that, though. Somebody asked me earlier in the day, how do you feel about Washington, Oregon? I said, I was surprised Oregon was such a healthy favorite. Washington already beat them. I know. And, like, I don't know. I just, like. I was surprised by that, and I was rooting for the Huskies. I don't know. There's something about Washington that I just prefer over Oregon. So, um, but to answer your question, so the game last night, Liberty won 49 to 35 over New Mexico State. Yeah, so that was uh, our, that was the teaser. It was Washington and Liberty 
And um and uh for the Patriots, um Mac Jones, like you said, uh last week what I saw on the field is I their receivers had a tough time getting open on uh, on their routes. They were running bad routes every every play. I mean, it was it was bad. It was like a pop one game. And um uh I don't think Bill Belichick would wanna wanna lose all the games to get a better draft pick. Uh he's a, no. I wanna see them a winner. So um and uh uh, who's the best starting five in the NBA for the for the for basketball? And I'll hear your thoughts. All right, Joe. starting five, Joe. Hmm. Uh, I mean, you, Celtics are up. The there. Celtics would have to be right there, yeah. right? Maybe the Suns. Suns getting up there with their talent. Yeah, I mean, Milwaukee's Milwaukee's decent. up there. When healthy, I believe it's got to be the Celtics. I think so too. I think so too. I think they're right there. Um, Maybe not the best depth off the bench in the league, but oh, certainly sure. starting yeah. five. But yeah, you're talking about starting five. Absolutely, I would I would say that. Um, yeah, it was interesting the the Oregon Washington game. We had it on ABC Six, and um, yeah, you want to talk about guys to keep your eye on? You know, draft prospects. You know, Penix is. I mean, I know he's not Caleb Williams, Drake May. You know, the dream that that Patriots fans might have right now. Um, but you know. Interesting to keep your your eyes out for guys like that. So I've watched both of those teams a couple of times this year. In fact, I've watched both matchups between Washington and Oregon. I can't say that I've I've seen enough to make me say, yeah, that no. guy's the answer at quarterback for the Patriots. Either I one, I agree. You know, Knicks yeah. or Penix. I I I just don't I don't love either one of them. Where do you think Penix uh, ends up getting drafted in terms of like, like maybe end of the first round, middle? Yeah, uh, I don't good, know. good question. Uh, they, the way they were talking last night of the broadcast, they seem to think he's a, a late first-rounder. Because they, they talked about how both of them would probably be invited to New York, right? So he might, talking in those terms. He might yeah. be a guy that's available um, at the end of the first round, say the Patriots go another position, either Harrison Jr. or yeah. tackle. Yeah, that that's an inter- it's the interesting theory right now. Like, imagine, say the Patriots land where they are right now, which is like the third pick. You no, they're in the get, second pick right are now. Are they at the second? Or yeah. They, I thought they might be the Aren't third. Aren't they the third, second pick? I thought they had the tie. I think the tiebreaker I thought. I believe they're the third right now. Isn't Arizona? Are they still Arizona? behind Arizona? I Arizona, so. I think. Okay. They have the same record, but I think somehow Arizona has the second pick. You know, and do they take a quarterback again and move on from Kyler Murray? I don't know. That's tricky. But if the top, if the top two picks are quarterbacks, what do you do if you're sitting at three? Do you go Marvin Harrison Jr. and then go take a quarterback later? I'm telling you right now, if they're number one, I want them to take Marvin Harrison. Harrison. I, I'm, just, oh, I'm I like adamant that. about this. I'm, I'm adamant about this. He's I'm worried that the Bears are going to take him because they have fields, although you know a lot of rumblings in Chicago, they're ready to move on from him. I want them to take Marvin Harrison Jr., and my rationale is quite simple. When you pick a quarterback in the top one, two, three, four, five, no guarantee that no dude's guarantees. making it in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You pick a stud receiver up there, the percentages are much higher that that guy is going to be a great player in the National Football League. And, oh, by the way, the Patriots have a desperate need not only for a quarterback, but they have a desperate need for a number one wide receiver. And number one wide receivers can make average quarterbacks look pretty damn good. So I want Marvin Harrison Jr. at the top, and I want to come back second, third, fourth, whatever, with a quarterback. Here's my plan now that you bring this up. Okay. Okay. The plan from being god awful, which the Patriots are right now, the Scott Cordishi plan to get back to the top. I'm telling you right now, the plan to to, to go from god awful to being competitive, mm-hmm. and like when I say competitive, having a chance to be a playoff team. Yeah. It's not that hard in the NFL. Number one, 
Draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Get a number one receiver okay. at the top of the draft. Okay. Number two, sign a veteran quarterback during the offseason. Okay. Now, maybe Kirk Cousins. I don't know. But sign somebody yeah. so you can draft somebody in the second, third, fourth round and develop that person. Bring in a quality veteran quarterback. Okay. Number three, get a good left tackle. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you can get those three things, you will be so much better than you are right now. Good recipe. Yep, good recipe. Um, then you know this is I blame Belichick for this. I blame Bill. Okay, you say what you want about Belichick. He's been taking enough arrows lately. How he could go into this season with the quarterback room that he had, shame on him. I think that's part of the reason why he's delayed pulling the trigger on Mac Jones because he knows that Zappy's not superb behind him. Like he doesn't have a great option. You put that quarterback room together, Bill. You decided to go into the season with that trio and now Will Greer. Give me a break, okay? You should have had a veteran quarterback on this roster this offseason. Well, I, what, I, what's it, 19? Sorry, Nick. Was it 19 okay. transactions they've made at the quarterback position now? Something like that? It's a lot. Since yeah. Tom left? They've been searching. No, no, no. Just um, this this year. Oh. Just all the guys they've been bringing in. Yeah. Cut them, um, bring them back. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, to me, Scott, you, you mentioned another position that I look at this past offseason and I say, Bill, wh- what were you thinking? And it was it's the offensive line. In the offseason, he probably had a chance, even with some of the cap space they still have that remains right now, to go out and sign or trade for a guy that's been a starting tackle in the league that could really help solidify your offensive line. Instead, he goes and gets... Riley Reef and Calvin Anderson. You didn't really address the offensive line. Agreed. You can go out and say you addressed the offensive line, but did you really address the offensive line? Right. And how much would that have helped whoever's in the quarterback room? I think it would have helped tremendously. And they, they just put they put their trust in in those guys in in Trent Brown. Who, when Trent Brown's on the field, he could be a good player for you. It's just getting him on the field. He's on and off the field. Yep. You know, he's not exactly durable. So that that's where I look at Belichick this past offseason, and I say that really could have helped you in a lot of different ways. I think it starts there. And then, you know, you can talk about the talent and the skill positions and all those things, but I think the offensive line, I don't think he truly addressed it, and I think it is really it's really hurt this team. And so I, if you have a chance, you know, in the draft or free agency – uh, I, I think you, I think you need to need to address that in the offseason. Yeah, that's what I said. That's one of the yeah. pieces. Yeah, well, no, and you're not talking just about left tackle. You're talking, I'm about, talking about the, the whole thing in general. Yeah, talk about the whole thing. All right, four zero one seven 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 one zero three seven is the phone number. We'll take a quick break. Top of the hour. Pay the bills. We'll come right back with your phone calls. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 